Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the Kid Ruben. I'm the Mom Dawn, and hi, everybody. We're ready to go. <laughs> what was that? I, I'm just trying to be friendly. Because, <laughs> you know, the people who listen to this show, they're like, you know who's not friendly enough? Dawn. Just, what a, what a jerk, am I right? No, I hope not. No, I just, I don't know what to say, so I'm trying to think of different things to say. I don't know. We're like 81 episodes in. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'll just make stuff up. You're welcome so, to the show. There you go. Welcome to the show, everybody. If you've never listened to Kid Tested Mother Approved, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. And this week's theme is? This week's theme was weird, because we went to our Discord, and we were like, give us a word, and the first word we saw was unavailable. You yes. want to go first or you want me to go first? I think I'll let you go first. All right, you gave me Leap Year. I, I love this movie. This movie sucks. This movie is absolute garbage. Because let me explain something to you. Okay. Here's what Leap Year advertises itself as. Yes. A cute romantic comedy. Yes. Where she travels and oh. To Ireland. Oh, and she goes with this guy and oh, they're kind of like angry and then they fall in love yes here's the problem okay amy adams her character is that amy adams because i amy get adams. her mixed up with, with the other with redheaded. isla isla fisher i get those two mixed what's up. his name's wife i don't He's, know she's married to sasha baron cohen oh well there you go uh we've talked about that on the show before i could have sworn we have uh amy adams yes is a terrible person her no, character her character is a terrible person because okay Tell me why. Here is the plot of this movie. If you take a step back and look at what's actually happening. Her boyfriend, who uh, in this entire movie, I counted. I counted. He has not done anything legitimately wrong right. until there's less than 20 minutes left of this movie. He has said, I love you first. He has said how much he misses her. He has said he's excited that she's there. He's not doing anything shady. Right. He's like kind of made a couple comments, but then he like instantly corrects himself and is like, oops, sorry. Nope. It's this other thing I'm talking about. And she's like, oh, haha. He's not a bad person. No. He's really not. And who is the actor? That's Be- uh, Ben Adam Scott. Yes. From In Parks and Rec. I like him. Um, so he is not a bad person. Right. So let's look at it from his point of view. He goes to Ireland. Yes, for a business for thing. For a business thing. And what do you know? His girlfriend's going to surprise him, and she also shows up to Ireland. That's so cool. Well, she's here. I think it'd be cool if I proposed right now, because this whole thing with the apartment, you know what? Why, we might as well do it anyway, right? Like, like, I can't believe that we haven't done this. This is ridiculous. We should just do it. He proposes. She says yes. And then she leaves. Okay? Okay. He... <laughs> She goes to Ireland. Yes. Cheats on him with a complete stranger for an entire weekend. For an entire weekend. Then throws four years of her life in the garbage because she refuses to have a conversation with him about what their relationship means. Their entire their entire relationship is based on at the very beginning we see her friends like, I saw him coming out of this store. So they're all thinking, oh, this is it, this is it. He never implies that. She, he doesn't say, oh, I came out of here. He's, like, he has special news for her. It's, it's not like there's some movies where they do this thing where it's like you think he's going to propose and he does it because it's like their first date. And this is, this is not that. 
It's just a nice place because he has nice news for her. You can't tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong, but I still love this movie. But she's terrible because she cheats, she cheats on him. I know. And then she gets with this dude she's known for 48 hours. That's a Hallmark movie. It's the, <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense. But he's cute and he has a little accent. Yeah, and they don't get... A, if you're first... Inter, okay. If your interaction with someone for a total... Is 48 hours. And the first 24, you are fighting with them? It's love at first sight. No, it's not. They're fighting. It's love. No. He, like, calls her an idiot. Like, it's love. No. They're, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I picked a bad movie. It's just there are better romantic comedies and there are better will they, won't they. This is just, like, you can't see past right. that I, she's a bad person. Okay. But here's what happened. You put me on the spot, and my brain went, and then I couldn't think of anything Here's else. the thing. All this movie had to do Kay. was make Adam Scott terrible. I know, but I really like but Adam Scott. give her a reason to leave him. Right. Of all their relationship, because he loves her, she loves him, it seems like a very healthy relationship, the only thing that he does is make this mistake. The one thing that would have caught, solved this entire relationship is communication. That's all she needed to do was commu- She's all me, 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 and worrying about herself. And it's like, well, have you thought about that there's someone else in this relationship? And have you talked to them? Have you communicated with them? They're both on their own islands, and that's what ruins this relationship. Also, that she cheats on him. Okay. Sorry. Leap Year is a movie where Amy Adams goes on a... Pl- I mean, it just pretty much starts with her, her and Adam Scott... Uh, Amy Adam Scott. Uh, and that's not that's funny. A little bit. Uh, there, she's a, what's that called? A stager. Uh, for house apartments. Stager. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. kind of a cool job. I would love that job. That seems you. No. No, I don't think you'd be very good at that. Well, but I think I would love to shop. I would want to do that, and I would just put TVs on every wall. They'd walk in and be, be like, "What room is this?" Like, it's the TV room, and they're like, "This is clearly a kitchen." <laughs> like, nope. No food. TVs. Open up the fridge, TV. Open up cold. the toilet, TV. Open up the toilet? Why do you have to open up the toilet? Well, like, because there's a seat, Mom. Usually <laughs> there's a seat on the toilet. Okay. Ew, then you'd pee pee on the toilet. <laughs> what? I mean, on the TV. No, no, no. It's like, it's like on the okay. seat. Okay, anyway. No, you don't, you pee, don't on get... you <laughs> pee on the seat. You pee on the seat? No, anyway. Um, keep going. So then Adam, so Adam Scott is a cardiologist. Yes. And maybe he likes his work a little too much, but clearly not more than his girlfriend. Right. So he has to go to some cardiology thing in Ireland, in Dublin. Which I want to go to Ireland. That's probably why I like this movie so much, because that's the one place I want to go. Really? Yes. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I really and truly don't know. All right. I just want to go. We've talked about that before. I just want to go. And I want to have a pint in a pub. Of what? Well, a beer, but I wouldn't really drink it. I would just take a picture and then I'd let someone else drink it. Because I don't drink, but I just want to do it. I would drink it. I, to anybody, I'd let anyone drink it. I'd be like, we need to go to, we need to take more of these pictures. <laughs> anyway, that, sorry. That's a pub. Let's go there. Yeah. I don't, didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, sweetie. I don't care. Um, so then they go, so, what? But who plays her dad? John Lithgow. Hello, John Lithgow. Get out of here, you crazy. 
No, like in a good like it's just like what are you doing here? I love John Lithgow because he's very very talented. Because in this movie he's in it for like a scene, and he plays the son of an Irish immigrant, so he has the slightest accent. And he's a drunk. Yeah, but he but he has the slightest like it's not even like he's not hamming it up. No, it's just a little on the little notes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which I thought was really a good touch. Like he could have just been like I'm John Lithgow, whatever. But he hit it on the notes, which I thought was really cool. Um, so John Lithgow's like, blah, 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 your grandma got married on Leap Day or whatever. And she's like, you're stupid, John Lithgow. And he's like, bye, I'm gone out of the movie. So then she gets on a plane and goes to Ireland to follow her boyfriend. And then her plane gets rerouted to Wales. Is it Wales? I don't, somewhere. And then she's got to go this, like, I don't know. Then she kind of like tries to go to all these different ways and then... The, she's on a little dinghy, and the little dinghy has to drop her off on a beach, and then she's walking, and she shows up in this bar. And everyone's old and salty. What? Salty? Yeah, they're all like, I'm salty. <laughs> I'm mad. That's I'm funny. Salty. Salty. <laughs> what? That's I, a I, word. I really want like a good spice joke, but I can't think of anything. That's my favorite spice girl, salty. Salty. There you go. No. Baby! Scary! Push! I'm salty as fuck. Salty! <laughs> Ew. Get it away. <laughs> I think it's melting. Yeah. Um, Alright. They're all salty. And she's like, I'm the worst. I need it. And this is one of those movies where the main character makes everyone else's life terrible and we're supposed to like them. You can't tell me I'm wrong. Literally, You're not wrong, but I still love this movie. And I'd watch it all the time. So she comes in and ruins Matthew Good's Oh, that's his name. Bear and, bra- bear and breakfast, because that's what that is. Bed and breakfast. There's a grizzly bear in a room. No. He, she ruins his bed and breakfast by, like, plugging in her Blackberry, and it, like, destroys the power in the whole town, and she, like, <laughs> just... Okay, that was, that was funny. Sure, I guess. Um, I guess vandalism's funny. Um, it is funny. Vandalism was, is funny. No, Dawn. It's not a vandalism. It was just... She had to have her little Blackberry and he went poof, to the whole town. I thought it was funny. In her little tiny room and she did something and the whole shelf fell down. So he is a cab driver. He's a little bit of everything. So he's going to take her in the cab. Yes. And then she's like, it better be a bigger car. And he's like, shut up. And she's like, ooh. And then they're driving down the street. Yes. And then there's some cows. Which is funny. So she gets out and she's like yelling at the cows. Move little cows. Yeah, I would have just slapped one. No, you don't slap animals. That's rude. Like on the butt. Like a good, like... Boink. What? <laughs> no, like... A... <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like a Like a good game sport. Like a pet-pet. Like a... Excuse me. Excuse me. Mr. Cow, can you move, please? Boink, 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 Yeah, like a... Like, look, I'm not I'm not going over there and punching cows. Just give it a little... Yeah, like a little, like... Slap. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... You You made it sound like I'm a felon. I'm not, I'm not no, going I over there it. and, like, drop-kicking cows in there. Like, get out of the way! I just don't know if that would work. Why? Why wouldn't it? They'd be like, whoa, something's touching my butt. <laughs> I don't have to idea. I don't usually spend a lot of time around cows. I just walk up and slap them in the butt. Here you go. Good game. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. So, she's trying to get the cows to move. 
Uh, she's trying to get the cows to move, and she's like, blah, 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 I'm the worst. And the cows are like, you're right, we're getting out of this movie. So then the cows leave, and she's like, I did it. And Matthew Good's like, whatever, I literally don't care. Uh, and then she steps in, poop, isn't that funny? Poopy. What? Nothing. You, like, shivered weird. I got cold, sorry. Um, so then she steps in, poop. Uh, Which is funny. Because he's like, you could still be the whoosh. Like, he says it weird. Uh-huh. Throw him in the whoosh. <laughs> Throw him in the whoosh. Okay, and she's like, no. Wait, you say it. No, I can't do it. Just try it. do an Irish accent. Just try it. I mean, okay. I can't do an Irish accent, and you just heard what I was doing? I sounded like a dog. again. I sounded like a dog learned to speak English. Okay. Throw, <laughs> Throw him in the whoosh. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not doing it. All right, whatever. It. Anyway. So then, um, and they get in the car again, and she's, like, leaning on the car, wiping... No, they're not in the car yet. They're she's just, wiping the poop off her shoe, and then the car starts leaning. rolling, and then she tries to get in to stop the car, but the door handle breaks off, and then it goes launched into a lake or something. That, that was so funny. Yeah, I guess. I thought it was so funny. I think this movie is so great. But when you say it, it's not so great. Here's what I want you to imagine. Okay. You're at work. Yes. And somebody barges into your work and is like, I'm the worst. Help me. And you're like, uh, sure, I guess, whatever. Give me $500. And they're like, okay. So you start driving them. And then you're like, oh, we got to wait for this thing. And they're like, no, I'm better than this and I'll solve it. So then they... Stop trying to solve your problem, and then they wreck your car. Your true one prized possess possession. Okay. At this point, he has no reason to, like, even tolerate her. No. Because she threw his sandwich out the window. <laughs> like, yeah. who who does that? that he, here's my thing. Someone is doing you a favor. You don't touch their sandwich. You don't touch anything. You just say thank you. And they could be... They could be it doesn't matter what they're doing. They'd be driving with their feet. As long as they're getting you there, they're getting you there. So shut up and accept it. Don't touch their sandwich. Yeah. Or anything. Don't okay. touch anything. Don't touch Just anything. sit there. Quietly. So then they're walking down the street after they lose the car. And then this van pulls up. And then it's like, hello, we're going to help you. And Matthew Good's like, don't do it. And she's like, you're stupid. <laughs> and then her bag gets stolen. Yes, um, they take her stuff. And then Matthew Good's like, I told you, you moron. So he keeps walking, and he goes to a bar. Yes. And then she gets to the bar, and he's like, I'm going to call a tow truck later, or whatever. And then through the crack in the door, she sees the guy that stole her bags. And she's like, hey, nerds, give me the bags. And they're like, what are you going to do about it, idiot? She's like, never mind. And then Matthew Good beats them all up. Yay! Yeah, and then she falls down a hill. I don't remember. She... <laughs> They there they have to leave and then they go to a train station and then he's like let's go look at the castle and she's like okay and then they go look at the castle and then they're late for, and then she falls down a hill and then they're late for the train that was funny and then she gets to stay they get to stay with the little old man and his dog and his little wife that was cute and they only can stay there because they're a married couple wah, wah. they're not really wah, wah. okay. But it's good. And then they have to kiss. Yeah, then she has to cheat on her boyfriend. I mean, they have to kiss. Um, you know, because at the very beginning, she could have just said, you know what? 
I can't lie to you because you're a decent person and you seem nice and you seem I have no reason to lie to you. We are not in a relationship. Here's the situation. Do you by chance have two rooms? I know you have more than one room because uh, the Italians have their own room. Right. And you guys have a room. Right. So even if someone, if one of us could sleep in the shared area like a living room, that would totally be acceptable because I don't actually know this man. I've known him for less than 24 hours. He could be a psychopath. They should have said that. And then the movie would have been over. And I then know. I would have cheered. I would have said, yay, logical. It's logical. Because then guess what he does, Mom? He looks at her in the shower like a pervert. You've just ruined this movie for me. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. I can never, ever watch it again. Goodbye. Enjoyment. Amy Adams. Goodbye, Matthew Good, and your Irish accent. Goodbye, beautiful scenery of Ireland. Poop. I mean, there's better movies to watch. This has like not a... of Ireland. Yeah. P.S. I love you. Mm, I don't like that movie. Why? Because it's too sad. Oh, sorry that nobody does anything horrible to their relationship. And P.S. I love you. Nah, it just makes me sad. It's got what's his name in it? Gerard Butler. No, Harry Connick Jr. Only for a little bit. He's the other guy. I know, but Gerard Butler's wearing underwear and he's dancing. He's wait. You can't say Harry Connick Jr.'s only in it for a little bit because Gerard Butler's in it and he dies. But he's. I know you're right. I just didn't like that. I don't know why. I just didn't like it as well as some of the others. All right, fair enough. So, all right, you want to rate this because I think you don't want to talk. We have so much other stuff we can talk about. If you just want to keep going, or oh yeah, yeah, I have lots to talk about tonight. Oh, all right. I have four Hallmark movies. Oh, we're already getting into that? Okay. No, I'm just telling you, I have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, and I have to do my movie. I have a lot to talk about with that. I understand why you like this movie. It's just a happy place. Yeah. But you've ruined it, so no, no more happy place. No, stop saying that. You ruined it. No, stop. It's over. No. I did not ruin you it. You did. No, I didn't. Can't ever watch it again. That's not true. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. And I'll try to watch it, and in my mind, your voice will be like, you're a bad person. The movie is stupid. It won't be the same. <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's not necessary. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. I know. So I'll never watch it again. No, that's, no, now I feel bad. Good. I love, really bad? What, what do you mean good? I'm glad you feel, no, I'm just kidding. And you know what? It's okay to disagree on this one. Yeah. This and, movie gets to throw it in the garbage. Oh, I'm sorry. But can we never just do this random pull it out of the hat? Get, make me think of a title because I don't do that very well. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it was fun, but then yeah, I made you I watch get, a bad movie. Wait, oh, no. The first time you've ever made me watch a movie I didn't like. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. I can't believe that never in the history of this show yeah, have I watched... Yeah, but two in a row. Two in a... Yeah, whatever. We've done eight... Do you realize that... This is episode 81. Yeah, this is episode 81. So by the time we've done 90... Yes. Hypothetically... Yes. 30 of those movies I did not like. Okay. 30 of those... And then 60 of those movies I enjoyed to some capacity. Okay. So then that's not so bad. I mean, right? Because of our rating system. Right. Rented is positive and buy right. is positive. So like, yeah, I'm going to watch movies I don't like. That's the show. Whatever. I know. I just hate two weeks in a row. I think that's why I feel bad. I care. Two weeks in a row you had to watch bad movies. You made me watch Planes. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Okay. Well, good enough. Uh, okay, what was your movie? Rent. Okay. My movie was Rent. What'd you think? Well, let's let's talk about it, shall we? You mean Exposition, the musical? Ugh. No, 
know. We're going to talk about it. Every single song was like, this thing happened in the past and we can't show it. So we're going to show a montage to the Lido. Now, you know, <laughs> that's that was like every song. I know. But so let's talk about it. So it takes place in 89 in 80 yeah. in 80 something. 89 because it's uh, right on the cusp of 1990. Yes. And it's also pretty much right in the middle of the AIDS yeah. AIDS and HIV. Hey, really quick, really quick. Let's let's do a hard pause on this. Uh, there's some very serious and sensitive topics in this movie. We are not making light of those topics oh, in any no. way. No, no, like, no, 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 no. But I just like I there are things about this movie I don't like. Like just I I didn't I just don't like parts of rent. Like it to me it's really not that great. But I'm I'm in no way are we like Here's why it's bad because no, of this. No, no, no. if it feels like we're doing that, we have no, you know what I mean? We're right. not making light of the epidemic. We're making light of the movie. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, okay. So there are so many characters in this film. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, at first, what was really nice about it though, is everybody looked pretty different. So you didn't yeah. get mixed up. I didn't get mixed up. Yeah. The, let me just say, and it is, first it was a musical and then they made the movie. Correct. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say it was something else. No, no, no. First it was a musical, then they, then made, they made the, the movie. movie. Yeah. So let's let's talk about, to do storyline or things I like, things I didn't like. What do you think we should talk about first? Just uh, do storyline. Okay, so there are so many characters. Ugh. So there is Roger, who is a wannabe rock star. I think he yeah. was kind of a rock star in the neighborhood, kind of, and then things happened. I'll, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Really quick, though. Yes. And they, this is one thing that I... It drove me insane. There's okay. two things right at the beginning. Okay. In the opening song, yes. they're singing about how they're not going to pay their rent. Okay. Yes. And they're throwing fire out of their buildings. I know. I was a little worried about that. Not. That's not how the world works. Right. You can't just, I'm not going to pay my rent. Because they're like, I'm not going to pay their rent. And then guess what happens? They all get evicted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, mm, that's kind of what happened, you doofuses. Right. It was. But then... The whole thing with Roger is like he used to be a rock star, kind of, but he like can't write a good song. But this whole time, he at one point he's like, I can't write a good song. Here's a good song about how I can't write a good song. It, it is. There is a lot. I love musicals. I absolutely love musicals. There is almost too much singing in this movie for me. Hey, we're gonna go get breakfast. Let's sing about breakfast. Breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. Oh, we're at the breakfast place. What do you want? Let's sing about eggs, 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 yeah, eggs. That's what it feels like because I would say that there's actually more singing in this movie than there is talking. Yes and no. I would say when it gets really, really serious, they're they're just like, oh, remember? Now you feel bad for all these characters because terrible things are happening to all of them. Right. Oh, now the singing's back. Right. Like it's like. <laughs> so okay, so Roger is a wannabe rock star can't write a good song trying really hard has had a lot of hard things in his life yes he has AIDS. yeah then there's mimi mimi is a drug addict i think that's fair to say yeah. right uh mimi's also 19 which is something we definitely need to, to like oh really yeah she references being 19 and then she references being with benny two years ago uh, yikes! Well, what's interesting? I didn't remember that nineteen part. Yeah, it's right at the beginning. Okay, and Mimi is play. So I don't know who plays Roger. I didn't recognize him. Yeah. I didn't know him. I liked his fluffy hair. A he lot had nice of the, I hair. don't know if Roger was one of them, but a lot of these people were directly from like kind of what Jersey Boys did. Where they just directly from the the Broadway cast, well, which I think is cool. Very good. 
Um, Mimi, played by Rosario Dawson, yeah. has been in a lot of stuff. She's she in everything. really good in this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Maureen. So then, okay, so that's Roger and Mimi. Then there's Maureen. Maureen is played by, I always forget her name. Edina Menzel? Yes. I mean, you can just let it go. Like, it doesn't matter. I know. So that's, she's the singing voice in Frozen, right? She's El- she's Elsa's Elsa? speaking voice, too. Okay. She, she is Elsa. Yeah, and she's, yeah, she's got quite a set of pipes. Can I just say that? She is, she's, there's a one song, do you remember, yeah, where she held that note for so long? It's almost like she should do musicals. With... Well, she also did Wicked. Yeah, but she's like a Broadway person. She is definitely fabulous. And... I just, oh, and then, wait, I have to go back because I forgot a name. Roger lives with the blonde movie guy, but Anthony I forgot Rapp, his. Mark. Mark. She, he lives with Mark, and Benny used to live with them, but Benny has now, is now dating someone else. And, he, and No, Benny's married. Married. Benny is married to someone whose daddy owns a bunch of stuff, so now Benny's yeah. on the rich side instead of on the poor side. Yeah. And Benny is played by Tay Diggs. Is he from Fast and the Furious? No, I know who you're thinking about, but that's not him. Uh, Tay Vin Diggs Diesel, is, you're right. No, there's another guy. Yeah. Tay, Tay Diggs has been in a lot of stuff. I didn't realize he could sing. And I don't know if all of the ones singing, it's their real voices. I assumed it was. I think it is. It's not like a, It's not like some of those musicals where they're singing on set. Like they, A lot of this is lip syncing, I think, except for like one or two songs. Right, definitely. Um, okay, so let me... Okay, so then Mark used to date Maureen. Yeah. Who Maureen is kind of the... I'll take a cause and I'll run with it. And it's kind of about me all the time. Yeah. And so that's Adina Menzel. Mark yes. is the Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Or the Charlie Brown. Yes. Maureen is the Ramona, Ramona Flowers or the Lucy. Yes. Like it's a very, very, not overdone in a negative connotation. Right. But it's, it's, it's an overused, it's an overly, not over, but overly used right. uh, character of like kind of not scrawny but just like the so-so guy and the girl who is much cooler than he is right maureen is much cooler than than mark is yeah right now do you know who mark is because i didn't know him anthony rapp yeah yeah i know well i I know of him because of something recently but what is is it something you could talk about uh yeah it involves kevin spacey Uh, oh yeah he was the one that came forward and was like here's what happened to me Oh, so I'm that's so, sorry. so yeah. So I mean, that's how I know who he is. Okay. Because he, uh, like, I read that and went, "Oh, that's the guy." Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So then, Maureen has dumped Mark, and mm. Maureen, Maureen is now going out with Joanne. Yes. Who is a lawyer, I think. Yes. Was, and I, I recognized yeah. her, but I didn't know where from. Yeah, same here. She's. I've seen a, her in something, and I was like, I, I remember always she looks really super strong familiar. characters, but I yeah. don't know where. So. Maureen is trying to do protests to get them to stop evicting the whole neighborhood. So yeah. that's what the whole thing is. And Benny has told Roger and Mark that if they can stop Maureen from doing the protest, that they can live in their house rent-free. Mm-hmm. Then there's Tom Collins. Yeah, who so, sounds like the, the fakest name for a character. It's a drink. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know what's in it, but it's a Tom Collins, I think. Huh. So I don't know if... Because he never says, my name is Tom Collins. He says, they call me Collins, Tom Collins. Right. So I huh. don't know. So maybe it isn't. He he does a lot of stuff. Um, but he meets... So it, the movie starts out and he is like, hey, throw me your keys. So they throw oh, him Oh, I the had key. such a problem with this. Well, that was so weird. Throw me the key. So he throws the key. 
and then he gets beat up. Yeah, and, and he's just like dying in an alleyway. And do they? And they're like, "What's well, taking him so long?" But they don't look for him. No, because he shows up the next morning, and they're like, "Oh, it took you long enough." And he's like, "If if someone came to my house, yes, and was like, hey, 'Hey, I'm outside.' Right. I was like, "Okay, cool, just come on in." And then they came in the next morning. I wouldn't be like, "Where were you?" Be like, "You." It's been 20... It's been five minutes. Right. You said you were here. Where you are go? you? Right. Because even at one point, uh, Mark is like, I'm going to go look for him. And then he doesn't. Because they're like, instead, let's sing a song let's about how we don't want to pay song. rent. Right. Exactly. Okay. So then Tom meets Angel. Yes. Angel's a drag queen. Yeah. And actually very pretty. But so a- Tom Collins and Angel have this relationship. Mm-hmm. And Angel has eights. Yeah. Tom Collins does not, that we know of. Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't think uh, so. No, he does, because... And, and Mimi has AIDS. So Roger <laughs> and Mimi have AIDS, and so does Angel, but I don't think Tom Collins I think Collins Tom Collins does. does, because I think Tom Collins says, uh, right when they first meet, Okay. The, the life support meeting. Yes. Tom Collins makes a reference that... That's right. I, so, I do, yes. too. So Roger, Mimi, Tom Collins, and Angel all have AIDS. That, that we know of. That we know of, and these characters. And so it's it's really about the life. And and there is so much singing. So, too much singing for me, which is sad to say, but I have to tell you, beautiful singing. Oh, yeah. The harmonies are amazing. The You know my favorite part? Any time when, like, for example, like at the end, the girls are singing one part. It's almost like they're singing their own song, and the boys are singing their own song, but it just meshes they're, beautifully. Well, yeah, especially, I mean, just spoiler at Angel's funeral, oh. Tom Collins is singing him an Angel's song, oh. but then the crowd is singing the 526,600 minutes. minutes. They're singing that, and you don't realize at the time that they're the same BPM, right. so they flow super oh. well together. The music in this movie is incredible. Incredible. There are times where I'm like, some of the songs just don't make any sense to me, which is fine. But they sound so beautiful. Yes. Now, here's the first couple songs. I'm going to name a band that, to me, that I'm surprised this band hasn't just made an album that's just the soundtrack to the song with them covering it. The first almost half of this movie sounds like an R.E.M. album. Kind of, yeah. Like, it's just got that, like, we're not going to pay rent, like... But right. then the back half almost starts to sound like early, early Green Day. Of oh, just okay. like that, especially whenever Roger sings that rebellious, like, I, love it. I, I thought Roger was almost the weaker point because he's almost that dad rock of like, can you take me higher? It's like, okay, why are you, this is a musical, dude, get out of here. Right, but the Living in America, Dying in America song. That was that very was good. With, with uh, Roger and Mark, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we just get to see, and like Ruben said, um, Angel gets sick, gets sicker because they're all sick. They're all sick, but then Angel dies, and it, it really when when Tom Collins is singing that song at the funeral, I cried. I it was yeah. really like really sad. So then things are happening. Things are happening. Um, Maureen and Joanne get engaged, but then they break up. At the wedding? At the engagement party. It's not oh. the wedding. It's the engagement party. Oh, I thought that was the wedding. It's the engagement party. Oh, because they all just looked like 80s to me. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. So it was the engagement party. They kind of break up. Then Roger and Mimi go their own way. Yeah. And... Everybody's just kind of over and it. And then Mark gets a real job. Yeah. And starts making money. I love when they're at the bar or the restaurant or whatever it's called after uh, 
Maureen's little After Maureen's thing. protesting, and they're all like celebrating, they're all singing their Bohemian song or whatever. There's this great shot of the table of they're all standing dance on tables. All the couples are together, okay? And it's like uh what it's like Angel and and Tom and then it's the two girls. And then Mark's just awkwardly white dancing by himself. Yes. And then it's like the other two people and he's just like just the whitest of dancing. It's like, dude, you're a Broadway-trained actor, and you're going to dance like someone's stepdad at a bar mitzvah. Just I like, know, but... hey, kids, am I cool? <laughs> just so, <laughs> like, so alone. Like, Aww. it's it was so funny to me that he's just up there on the table dancing awkwardly by himself. Like, I'm cool. I'm cool. So then, so Roger and Mimi split up. I don't remember why they split up. They just had a drug habit or something. I think it just became too much for both of them. And so Roger has always talked about going to Santa Fe. So he goes to Santa Fe. Is he, though? Because I feel like There was a song. Right. But it was Tom and and Angel that were mostly singing it. Roger's just sitting there the whole time. Oh, I thought it was Roger saying, let's go to Santa Fe. No, Roger's just... Because it's Tom and... Tom and Angel have a really, really well choreographed subway dancing. They're going up and down the subway car. Wait, before I totally forget, did you recognize... I didn't know Angel. Did you recognize Tom Collins? No. He was in Law and Order. Of course he was. Uh, no, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah, it's just I was like, like, oh, I know that guy. He's from Law and Order. I mean, I, I, I thought I recognized him, but it wasn't like, a, oh, I know where he's from. Right. But so, him, I think it's Tom Collins, Angel, uh, Mimi, and one other act. Oh, Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs. I think five or six of them are all from the Broadway thing. Okay, oh, and Anthony Rapp too. Mark too. Okay, that's a, yeah. You had said you thought that they were, so, so then they break up, and then Roger decides that Santa Fe is not for him. No. So he comes back home, and Mark is happy to see him. But we forgot to say something. Everybody's together. New Year's Eve. Everything is great. The protest goes great, and they all go back to the um, the place. And this is before Angel has died. Yeah. And there is a big lock on um roger and mark's apartment and they can't get in and angel goes i saw this on tv takes a big trash can and goes dumps it out yeah dumps it out and then slams the lock and it pops right off and they're like "Woo!" then somebody goes are you gonna pick up the garbage no she says <laughs> yeah she's like no right so then they go up and all of their stuff is gone yeah everything which is just kind of like a Come on, dude. I know. I was like, really? <sighs> what was the point of that? You were roommates. I mean, you could cut them some slack. So then... But why pay somebody? Because, again, you have to think of it logically. Right. You're paying a group of people to come in, and they, the stuff didn't get thrown away because he brought it back to go move it to some warehouse somewhere so you can be super petty. Yeah, exactly. So then they they get it back after everything has happened. I th- was it after Angel's funeral, I think, that they got it all back, or was it before? No, no, Angel is still alive, for sure. Angel's in that scene. Okay, so they get it all back and things. So anyway, so now Roger has gone to Santa Fe. Their whole group is kind of splitting up. Mm-hmm. Um, Maureen and Joanne have split up. Tom Collins is alone. And it sounds like he just comes home for Christmas, and then he goes somewhere else and does something else. Because it's like, I'm back. Yeah, I think he just kind of does whatever. He just cut, yeah. Yeah. So then he decides, Roger decides that he needs to come home. So he comes home, and then all of a sudden nobody can find Mimi. And this becomes a really big deal. And every everybody, they all come together to find her. Yeah, hey, even her drug her drug dealer is I like... Know. I know. He, he's like, I don't know where she is. and But it wasn't like mean. It was like, no, I haven't seen her. Yeah. Weeks and weeks, and now they keep looking for her, and Roger's looking for her. Everybody's looking for her. They're putting posters or looking all over. And finally, Maureen and Joanne find her. Yeah. 
and then they bring her up, but she's all she's ODing pretty hard. Or or she's been living on the streets. So I don't know. Well, she's what's... like she's like shaking. You like like it, yeah. Well, it's... they guess she had a fever. Yeah, because also while Roger's going to Santa Fe, there's a montage of her becoming worse and worse and worse. Got it. Okay, because I was like, I don't. Really yeah, there's all that. these. Mo- there's a lot of montages. Mo- a in lot this movie, of montages. Which is funny because it it takes place over about a year. It's exactly a year. But it's mostly just like one week at a time and then like another week like there's really not a lot of in between right it's just like a montage covers like six months and they're like yeah okay great right so then she's they find out she's been living on the streets they find her they bring her she's a mess i mean she's just really sick and she tells roger i love you he has to sing his final song to her as as she's dying and she's dying and then she dies and i was like seriously and I'm crying again, and he's he's holding her. It took me a second. And then when she flopped back down, I was like, oh, no, she's dead. But I couldn't figure out why they kept doing this close-up of her hand. I thought she was going to drop something. That I was waiting, too, but I was like, no, it's an open palm, so she can't drop anything because her hand is open. And all of a sudden... Finger twitch. Finger twitch, and she comes back to life. Not only does she come back to life, but she sits up. Yeah. I mean, she's gone from, oh, man, that... from barely able to move to, okay, I'm good. That, My fever broke. I'm fine. I saw Angel in the light. That so out of it. Right. That was the worst thing they could have done is make her be like, oh, help me, help me. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, who wants to get burgers? Like, right. I know. It was kind of funny. And she's like, I saw Angel. Angel told me to come back. I'm not ready. And then they're in love and everything is wonderful. And we sing again. Yeah. Except, you know, everyone still can't pay their rent and is dying. Well, yes. But now it doesn't really matter because Roger and Mark get to live there forever for free. Why? I can't remember why, but Benny said they were good. I think it, I think Mark just is paying their rent now. Oh yeah, well, oh that's what it was. He's like here, this. But now Mark quit to make his own movie, and at the end of the movie, then he's showing the movie, and they're all again hugging and they're friendly, and it's good. yeah. Which like, let's be honest, that movie. Like I get, I get his idea of the documentary, uh, but like it doesn't. No. That it doesn't mean anything. It's like it's very interesting, but there's probably not very good. No, it's not. No, but it, but it's just part of it. So, okay, they are in a musical. Yes, there's a couple times they acknowledge that they were singing or dancing. Yes. So, like, why is it so hard for Roger to sell music? And why does music exist in this world where music comes out of nothing? Because in Tango Maureen. Oh, which I loved that song. It's a great song. Very good song. But he Mark literally is like, where'd you learn to tango? So he acknowledges that they are dancing. Yes. So like... <laughs> they just dance. It's just, yeah. It's just, it is what it is. And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't take too much into it. The scenes are fun. It feels like a Broadway play because there are yeah. definitely scenes where I, you're like, okay... I would want to see this on stage because there's a lot that I'm curious how it looks. Amazon Prime has the Broadway musical because I almost oh. I almost was going to get it just so I could see it. Because there's a lot of scenes that are like take place on a subway right. or Mark's riding his bike. Right. Or like you, like you know there's not a lot of like this is a single place scene. You know what I mean? Or it, there there are actually too many this is a single place scenes that are all all over the place. I was going to say that's I think how they do it is they stack it. What? They stack it. So up, up, it'll be like a double stage. Not a double stage, but you know what I mean? So then the 
the stairs at the top, that'll be their apartments. The downstairs will be something else. That that's really cool. Yeah, I think, I'm not. I'm not like no, joking. That actually not. sounds really cool. I think that for some reason yeah. that I'm getting that flash in my brain, but I've never seen the musical. I know high schools do a lot of musicals. Yeah, there's no way a high school could do Rent, could they? Oh, I'm sure they did at the time. But like, you'd have to cut out like a lot. Well, you could. I mean, there's a you could change it or not change it or whatever. But okay, we all have cooties like what do you, you do like I know. that's a little too heavy for a high school right i mean i'm well, sure it's I not but and and I, yeah i don't know but amazon prime has the broadway musical yeah i'll probably check it out because i'm just i'm too. just yeah. curious like I, think I will too i i love these like i'm i wasn't the hugest fan of this movie right like it's fine it's really not terrible right uh i mean i had just i kind of came into it skewed because i had just watched leap year okay and i can like i said i cannot stand those weird plot holes in leap year that you're supposed to like this character and you don't so i already was like mad sorry. like i was already in a like a mm. like and I'm so i'm sorry I, like a what ooh, ooh, i don't like it ooh. but i was like kind of tearing it apart in my brain and i went it's really not that bad no it, it it is enjoyable and i would be interested to see the adaptation differences because yeah, me too how does it look you know so here's what i kind of want to do something a little bit differently okay I want to say rent the movie. Okay. Buy the soundtrack. Okay. Because I think the music is beautiful. I can see myself singing in a car, even though some of the songs are kind of sad. Yeah. But it's just be- the beautiful sounding. What's a, Do you know what I think is funny? The concept of a sad musical. Because there's a bunch of musicals sure. that are super sad. Right. But like... To me, when you envision a musical, like I think we talked about this last right. week, you envision something very happy. Right. Like it's always like something that's a fun musical. They're like, but like this, Les Mis, there's a lot of musicals that are just sad. I was going to say, th- this whole storyline is just, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh. It's so sad. This is such a sad. Depressing. M- the whole t- thing, it's just a really sad time. It. If you took all the music away, here's what the story is. <sighs> A bunch, a bunch of young people are just trying to be creative, and guess what doesn't pay the bills? Being creative. Right. So one of them has to sell out to get a real job, just so he can pay the bills for a little bit. Which, that could have been its own plot point that like they were mad at him and they were like, "Look, dude, paying the bills is paying the bills. Like we want, we want to live this this free bohemian life, bohemian life. But like, you you really can't. You can't. In specific." In specific places, sure, I'm I'm sure you could. And I even think in 2018, it's probably a little bit easier right. with weird, bizarre things like Patreon or Etsy or right. these things where you can just do whatever you want and people will pay you money for it. Right. Like, I mean, a podcast, right? Like, it, it's weird that, like, we have a Patreon. Right. That, like, we're able to do this and, like, creativity does not pay. So people have looked at that and go, how can we help creativity pay? Right. Like, because it's very hard, especially, like, it's going to get really real for a second. Not in a bad way, but just, like, it's very hard to be, like, an animator on YouTube. Because YouTube pays by the minute that you watch. Well, it's pretty hard to animate something very long because that's a lot of work. That's a lot more. Someone has to put a lot more work in animating me do a funny little dance for five minutes than for me to sit down, turn on a camera, and do a funny little dance for five minutes. You know what I mean? Right, right. I didn't think about that. So I think that creativity, it's very hard to get paid for creativity. Right. And I think that wanting to do that, wanting to get paid for that, sure. But, like, also realizing that, like, you got to work and you got to understand you might just not get paid. Exactly. Like, if everyone could get paid for creativity, then we all would get paid for creativity. Like, we all would want, we would, would do these... But it's very, I mean, you have to want it. 
Right. Bec- and you have to be okay with taking a lot of smaller jobs or, or, or with doing a lot of being able to balance because you really can't have your cake and eat it too. No. You can't sit there and pick every single job you want and expect to pay for this giant apartment, by the way. I know. It was it's like a big old lofty It's huge. It was nice. So, okay. So, rent the movie by yeah. this. Wait, what the movie? It is, it is the movie. Rent the movie. Yeah, the movie. Rent, what about rent. it? Rent, rent. No, it's just called Rent. I know, but Rent, the movie Rent. Rent the, okay, Rent the movie Rent. But by the soundtrack. What soundtrack? To the movie Rent. You said, you said Rent, Rent. Rent the movie Rent. Yes, Rent the movie. Okay, I'm not going to do this. So anyway, <laughs> we, you guys that are listening know what I'm trying to say. Ruben's just being a stinker. Yeah. All right. Should rent we, the movie. What should we do? I don't know. I'm done. Bye. No, we're not. Okay. So we have a Facebook. Uh, Kid Tested Mother Approved on Facebook. We have an email. Uh, KTMA Show at gmail.com. Do we have any emails this week? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> we have a Patreon if you'd like to support our little podcast. Uh, call it Tiny Little Baby Podcast. That's funny. If you'd like to support our Tiny Little Baby Podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash KTMA Show. Okay. We have, if you would like to buy some great Kid Tested Mother Approved merchandise, it's T public T E E public dot u dot com dot com sorry slash user slash user slash KTMA show or you can just look us up on T public just look okay. up KTMA show KT- on KTMA show we have a Twitter uh, KTMA show on Twitter we have a Discord if you want to talk to us yeah we have and I mean we're we're gonna do more fun stuff in the Discord I think I think for January we, or you know an upcoming month I can't just say oh it's definitely for January. But we're definitely going to go to the Discord more for. Oh, I love uh, that. Let's do I that. I think we'll also go to iTunes reviews. Hey, are you liking the show? Give us a cool review on iTunes. Uh, it really does help the show. Um, we've been charting in Macedonia for like the last are month we... and a half. Like, hello, the... Macedonia. Yeah, we've been in like the top fifty. So if you are our Macedonian listeners, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's insane. And like, people are like, oh, are you churning? How good is your podcast? I'm like, we're top 50 in Macedonia. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, it's cool to me. Right. And if you're from Macedonia, send us an email so we can say hello to you personally because I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's really cool that, like, we're charting somewhere. I we're mean, charting it, somewhere. It's one of those things that, like, to me, that's like a... I mean, we have... Oof. We have hit the American charts before. Like, we we broke top 150 TV and film once. Ooh, wig. But I think that, like... To, to constantly be charting somewhere is kind of fun. I it's think just, that's It's so just fun. a weird thing that we're in the top 50 popular podcasts in, in, in TV Macedonia. and film in Macedonia. I love it. All right. Now are you ready for your favorite part? Oh, I'm so ready. Okay. What do you call this little segment? Uh, uh, can't Hallmark Christmas Countdown. Christmas Countdown to Countdown Hallmark. Re- okay. So okay. we have... Okay. First of all, do you want to hear the good news or the bad news? Uh, bad news. We only have 10 movies left. What? It's almost over. Okay. What's my favorite time of year? October through January makes me happy because I just watch them all the time. Okay, so there are four movies this week. Okay, and we're going to do something fun that we didn't talk about before, but we're going to talk about it in a sec. Don't worry. I don't like when you do that to me. It's the best. That's why I like doing it. Okay, so the first movie, Hallmark Channel. Okay. Homegrown Christmas. Easy. Done. Homegrown Christmas takes place in... Colorado and or Vermont and or Washington and or California and or Washington, California, Vermont. Is there anywhere else? I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, anywhere where marijuana is legal. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Homegrown Christmas. 
what do you know? It's a surprise Christmas movie for Hallmark. They're like, you know, we're going to branch out. We're done with these lovey-dovey garbage. It's a Cheech and Chong Christmas. No. Where Cheech and Chong are having this wonderful farm, okay? Uh-huh. And then one of I look, I don't know. I don't got more than homegrown Christmas and making like three or four weed jokes. So it takes place in Weed, California. How did I miss that opportunity to say homegrown Christmas takes place in Weed, California? Does it? No. Okay. Has well, nothing I, to do with marijuana. Sorry. Well. It's about a businesswoman who has just sold her shoe company. And decides to take a break. Well, There's nothing home or grown about shoes. Stop it. No, that's not I'm even not like a joke. Yet. Okay. And she like sells her company so she has nothing to do. And she's so excited because she can do whatever she wants and she has nothing to do. So she her she calls her mom and her mom's like, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm sitting in the park. And she's like, well, you should come home for Christmas. Okay, I'm coming home. So then as she goes home, they have a family um, business. And I don't really know what they make. Maybe I missed that part. But it's the mom and the sister and the main character, I forgot what her name is, played by Lori Laughlin, and her old boyfriend. He's a big part of the company. So she goes, and there he is, and there she is. And she's so nervous about seeing him that she's hiding behind a tree. And he opens the door and she's like hiding. She's like, oh no. And she hides and he comes out. And they have this two minute conversation about why are you hiding behind a tree? I dropped my watch. And it's, I thought the dialogue was really funny. Basically, then it's the same story as Winter Wonderland from the week before. The characters are just older. I legitimately forgot which one was Winter Wonderland. That's the one where the high school dance, they can't have it at the school. So they have to have it in a barn. Well, hello, this is what happens in this one too. Oh. And they have to put it together. So I can't remember the two characters, but they put it together and it's fantastic. The one fun thing is that the main the main character, who's the guy, he, he's taking care of his niece. Okay. And his niece is actually played by Lori Laughlin's real daughter. So it was fun to see them together. That's fun. So I would give this... It was interesting because um, I, I, I really liked this, but not everybody did. So I would actually give this one a 9 out of 12. That's not bad. No, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Oh, I think it's higher than that. Oh. Okay. So then the next one is called Welcome to Christmas. Okay, got it. Welcome to Christmas is about, it's about a a lady, and she's a big city businesswoman. Yes. Okay. Okay. And her business is, hold on, let me get my dartboard out. Okay, let me set up this dartboard. Okay, let me throw the dart. And she is a... She's a baker. Okay. She is a baker. And she's traveling through the city. She's she's going from big city to big city. Okay. From big cityville to big townville. The two locations does not matter because that's not the point. Okay. But, uh-oh, her car breaks down in little Christmasville. Okay? <laughs> okay? Am I, like, on it? Am I so on it with this one? Pretty Did I close. Finally get, okay, Pretty so, close. So Not her, all hold of on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold let on. Me, let me get there. Her car breaks down in little cities, in little Christmas town, and she's not, she doesn't like Christmas. She's a little bit of a Scrooge, okay? She's in Christmas town, more like bar, garbage town, okay? So she's all grumpy. And then, who, then, 
someone's like she her car's breaking down she's mad she doesn't have cell phone service and she's like man i'm a big city businesswoman and my cell phone doesn't work and then you hear like need any help ma'am and it's like this like he's like a firefighter but he's also like he does like every role kind of like matthew good and leap year where he just does everything in little christmas town right and he's also santa claus for the children not real santa right but he's like santa claus for the children at the orphanage or something and he shows her the true meaning of christmas Okay, so you got some of it. Did I actually, though? Big city businesswoman. I mean, duh. She works for a resort company. Okay. And she has found the perfect town to put a resort in because that's what they do. Okay. And, but her competitor who, her competitor in the company who happens to be the nephew of the owner, um, found another town called Christmas, Colorado. Okay. So she doesn't want to put it in Christmas, Colorado, because it's too small. But then the owner says, no, you got to go check out Christmas, Colorado. So then Christmas, Colorado finds out that she's from the resort, and so they're trying to make her happy. So she's driving through Christmas, Colorado, because she's got an appointment with them. She slips on ice. She knocks over the sign, which says Santa's favorite, second favorite place next to the North Pole. Mm-hmm. She knocks the santa falls off the sign and she runs it over and who does she run into but the sheriff is he also the is he also like four different roles is he also the gas station attendant no he's just the sheriff oh and so then he's trying to take her to the meeting and they're trying to convince her and so they're like oh you need to go to our festival of lights and it's the sheriff's aunt our festival full of lights and you have to go to do they have because you know have one day of presents, but we have eight crazy nights. No. And then there's the festival of lights and there's the ornament hunt. And so the aunt is going on and on and everybody's looking at her because they haven't done those traditions in years. So then they have to scramble because unfortunately the big city girl's car won't be fixed for like a week. So she's stuck there. So she can't Mm. rent anything. I don't know why, but she has to stay there. So then they finally, she convinces the company that she, they should put the resort in Christmas, Colorado. The town is so excited. But then what she finds out is all of the towns that happen, the towns go under. Because the resorts take it over and it's just yeah. not good for the... So then she changes her mind and the town hates her. But then she convinces the owner of the company to instead of putting it in the town, invest in the, com- in the town itself. And so everything is happy and she and the sheriff fall in love course they do yes okay you ready yeah now we're jumping over to the hallmark movie oh, and mystery boy, here channel we go, here we go here we go here we go okay, okay let i'm me... feeling these ones okay there's no debt there's no murdered santa okay all right let me go to okay all right memories of christmas easy memories of christmas okay memories of christmas is <laughs> okay so two little kids and they're playing they're playing on like they're playing like tetherball okay and they're like yay it's snowing like yeah 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 and then they're like running around in the snow and they're having a good time and whoop one of them tripped what'd they trip on it's a body no it's not a body well you said memories of christmas so hold on so they're like oh who is it and they realize it's like the mailman okay and the mailman would bring them all their letters from santa so now no one's going to bring them any letters from Santa because the mailman died. No. Okay, no. 
So, and then a big city businesswoman falls in love with the sheriff. N- no, that was a different one. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to rate Welcome to Christmas or Christmas, whatever yeah. it was called. I'd give it a four. Really? Is that bad? Uh, it, was all right. it wasn't that good. Okay, so Memories of Christmas. Big city businesswoman. She's a lawyer, I think. I don't know what she is, but she's big city something. Her mother has died. Okay. And so she's going to go to the house and sell the house. But what she doesn't realize is that her mom had this gala every year. To Well, she knew this. To support a kid to go to college. Okay. And so she's like, okay, we're done, you know. But she goes to the gala because it was her mom's. But then what she doesn't know is that her mom has hired this guy to put Christmas up because they do a Christmas walk. And her, even though there's nobody living in the house, they have to make it beautiful and blah, blah, blah. It gives a two. It stinks. Really? It was bad. That bad? It was bad. I didn't like it. It This this week, the four were the worst. Oof. Yeah. And I'm hoping for some better. I mean, homegrown Christmas was the best for me. Okay. Last one. Okay. Time for me to come home for Christmas. All right. Time for me to come home for Christmas is about a... I'm going to switch it up. Okay. She's not a big city businesswoman. Okay. She's a train conductor. Okay. Or she works on a train. Okay. She's some sort of train job. Nope. 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 Throw that in the garbage. She works on an airplane. Okay. She's like a, she's like a stewardess. Flight attendant. Is that what that's... A, flight attendant. Yes. She's a flight attendant. Okay. And she's... Oh, and she's traveling all over the world, and her life is so amazing and so great. But then she gets dropped off in the middle of Bumpkin Tumpkin, Iowa or whatever. And it's the day before Christmas Eve. And she's got to get to her home of not Iowa. And who's going to help her but but the little, the little truck man. And he's also a firefighter. No. And he has a little fat kid. No. I have to tell you, I don't even remember this one. So I have to cheat because I don't remember this one at all. It's terrible. It's a two. But you don't remember it. I don't remember it. That's how bad it was. I don't remember it. Two people. Here's what I remember. He is a big city. and He's a big country music star. And he's trying to get home. But he's got the baseball cap and the glasses. And she's trying to get home. He's like an Avengers character. I don't know. So hold on. There it is. Let's get a little synopsis here. Okay, here we go. Two strangers. A businesswoman. And a country music star are both booked on a flight to Tulsa, Oklahoma before the holidays. But it ends up getting canceled due to a snowstorm. They try to get to Tulsa together and share their secrets along the way. It was terrible. <laughs> I'll give it a one. Okay. So that's it. That's that was, it? But let me see. Next week. Next week. I think we have another four. Woohoo! And let's see, does anything look promising? Maybe. Let's see. So you gave me you gave me four this week? Yep. Alright, we're gonna reverse this game. Okay. I'm gonna tell you Okay. Four Okay famous comic book st- story arcs. Okay. I'm gonna tell you who they involve. Okay. And you're gonna tell me what they're about. Okay. The first one okay. is about the character Wolverine. Yeah, why did your hand extend like that? Because he has thingamabobbers on the end of his fingers. No, 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 no. The claws come out of the in-between his fingers. Well, I still had to go... Okay. See, look, my fingers are all double-jointed and they're, like, weird. See? Yeah, great. The story about Wolverine that you're going to explain to me is called Old Man Logan. Okay. 
Okay, what happens in Old Man Logan? Well, it's the story of Logan and his youth, because Logan is Wolverine, and it's the story of him as he's old, and he is all alone with his claw fingers. Why is he all alone? Because he has no one, because he doesn't get attached to anyone. Where are they? They're, I don't know, he's in the wild, well, he's in the wilderness He's somewhere. just in the wilderness? Alone in a cabin, because he loved the one, the girl with the gray stripe, but that didn't work out. No, he, he yeah, didn't. He, did. lo- he doesn't love Rogue. No, he, that's not her name. Yeah, Rogue is the gray stripe. You're thinking of Jean Grey with that's the red hair. That's who I'm hair. thinking of. Yes. Yeah, well, he loved her, but no. So now he just lives in the cabin. So he lives in the cabin all alone, and it's old man Logan all alone <laughs> with his claws. Hey, what'd you think of issue two of old man Logan? Still sitting in that cabin. Just sitting in the cabin all alone, talking to the bunnies. At one point, he looks at the, he looks at the reader and just kind of shrugs and goes, what'd you expect? <laughs> okay, do you want to tell me what it really is or no? Uh, yeah, so everyone else is dead except for Wolverine. Okay. Uh, because he can't, like, if they're not dead, they're very old. Okay. Uh, the world is pretty much decrepit. It's a okay. It's post-apocalyptic. Uh, the villains have taken over. At one point, all the vil- the villains just said, "Hey, you know how we can just end this and be like win, kill all of the heroes." Oh. So everyone's dead, okay. pretty much except for a few characters. Wolverine is one of them. The Hulk is like disgusting. He's creepy. He's gross. He has like a family with his cousin. Ew. Like yeah, he they he's gross. Hawkeye is now blind and oh. old. And, like, Spider-Man's daughter is in it, but she's actually, like, a double agent, so she's evil. It's okay. it's really good, but very sad. All right, give me the second one. Are you ready? Yes. The second one also features the X-Men. And, it, yep, again, Wolverine is one of the main characters in this story. And it is called Days of Future Past. Okay, so this is the Christmas Carol. Okay. <laughs> And all the little characters are being visited by the ghosts of Christmas. Wait, so the whole team of the X-Men is just yeah. being visited by the ghosts? Because they had like a big sleepover or something. <laughs> they all live in the same house. They live in the same house, yeah. So then that's what happens is they have to go back and relive their, their past. But all together? All together. It's like a group <laughs> it's Christmas like, It's like ghost. a group tour. Yeah. All right, next up is uh, Greg. So we got 15 minutes to fix Greg's past. Right. So that's what it is. So it's the past, and then, then it's the present, and they're like, okay, things are all in the future. And ooh, so ooh, no, that's not good. So then they fix it, and everything is perfect. Okay, sort of. I mean, you're not far off. Okay, so tell me what it is. Days of Future Past is a story in which Wolverine uh, is... I, I, long story short, it involves time travel where... The Sentinel robots have taken over and killed all the mutants. Okay. So Wolverine has been traveled back in time to stop the Sentinels from overrunning and to, like, help save the world. Oh, uh, was close. Yeah, sort of. I mean, you really weren't that far off, which is kind of sad. Okay. The next one is a Batman storyline. Yep, with his ears like that. That's why I did that. Sorry, it's called nobody could see it. The Killing Joke. Uh-oh, it's the Joker. Oh. He's there. <laughs> the Killing Joke. That joke is... I just... I love that it's just, like... I just love, like, this, like, hey, what kind of comics you got today? Well, like, I'm here at this comic shop. Oh, we got the killing joke. Just open it up. Blank page. Uh-oh. It's the Joker. He's there. And it's just, like, it's just him standing there, like, looking around, like, what am I doing? So, so the killing joke is the Joker. Yes. And he's going to kill everybody. With what? Laughing gas. Okay. That's it. That's, what's the joke? The joke is they're all laughing themselves to death. How is that a joke? No, but that's what it is. The joke's on them because they're laughing so hard and they kill themselves. <laughs> okay. So they throw it. He throws it in. Everybody starts laughing. <laughs> How does Batman stop it? 
Well, Batman doesn't get it doesn't isn't immune to it, so he just throws it out the window. Wait, you mean he is immune to it? You said he isn't immune. Whatever, it doesn't affect him, and (laughs) he he just picks it up and chucks chucks it it out the window. (laughs) It's like whatever into the street. Yeah, um, some guy's like, "Hey, what's this?" Yeah, no, I don't know where he throws it, but he gets rid of it because he's because it's Batman, (laughs) and he um he wins, and the Joker is not a winner. (laughs) He's not a winner. He's not the winner. Uh, The Killing Joke is where the Joker. uh, I was right. Well, yeah. Don't say it like that. I, I mean, was... it's, if it was called The Killing Riddle, I think you'd be pretty... Okay, anyway, keep going. So, next one's The Killing Penguin. Uh, what's this one about? Wah, 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 no, The wah, Killing wah, Joke wah. is about the Joker, and he does not know that Barbara Gordon, uh, Go- Chief uh, Commissioner Gordon's daughter, is also Batgirl. So he is torturing Gordon. He's going to make Gordon as crazy as he is. So he kidnaps Gordon. He does all these horrible things to Gordon. Uh, but he also, at the very beginning, he shoots... And paralyzes Barbara Gordon in the spine. Uh, he shows up to her house and shoots her in the stomach, which goes to her spine and paralyzes her from the waist down. Which actually was a really pivotal moment in the Batman mythos because she stopped being Batgirl. Right. She was still alive, but she literally could not walk anymore. So she became the character Oracle. So she was, uh, remember in the Homecoming episode of Spider-Man where we said Ned wanted to be the guy in the chair? Mm-hmm. Oracle is Batman's guy in the chair. Got it. Um, where okay. she, she does all the computer research. He's always like, Oracle, I need this. And she's like, here you go, Batman. Because she can't be Batgirl any girl anymore because she's in a wheelchair. She literally doesn't have her legs. Okay. Um, so, okay, I was a little bit close. Yeah, and then there's a theory that Batman kills the Joker at the end of it. It's very weird. Okay, um, last one. Last one. You, f- you feeling good about these? No, but it's funny. This is an world. Okay, and what an Elseworld is, it's an alternate universe where what if this was different? And this is one of the ba- I don't like those. This is one of my favorite Elseworlds. This is one of the biggest Elseworlds. <sighs> this is called <sighs> Gotham by Gaslight. And it is a Batman story. Do you want do you want one hint? No. Okay. I don't. Okay. Okay, yeah, baby baby <laughs> better give me one hint. Victorian England. There you go. That didn't really help. Okay. Uh, so it's you Victorian an- times. You want another hint? No, can I? I think I got it. Okay, go for it. Victorian times. Yes. There is a mad killer on the loose. Okay. And Sherlock Holmes. And Which mad killer? I don't know. Um, Moriarty from no. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're in Victorian England. There's one. Jack the Ripper. There it is. Jack the Ripper. And Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Because it's that time. I don't know. Sherlock Holmes has to ask Batman for help. Okay. And together they solve it. You're not far off. Okay, uh, tell me what Sherlock it is. Holmes is not in this. But it would but be it is a really good one. He, Sherlock Holmes and Batman have fought together okay. um, plenty of times. But he's not in this one. Okay. Uh, but Batman does hunt down Jack the Ripper. Nice. Uh, and then he finds out it's like it's like Alfred. It's like somebody he knows. Like, it's weird. Oh, okay. Um, uh, all right. But well, that's yeah. good. Okay. All right. Why are you ready? dancing? Because I'm ready for my next part. Okay, what's the next part? The next part is, what is our theme for next week? It was, we're doing a two-parter for Christmas. I'm so excited. Yes, this was theme was given to us. By Grandma Diane. Yes, Grandma. Mom. By Grandma. Um, so this week, it's Bad Santa. Now, not necessarily that they're bad people, but it's just... They could as, be. It could be, but as, as Grandma said, 
It's just not that jolly, happy, yes. fun. I mean, of course, I've already got my good Santa for the next one. Oh, yeah. Easy peasy. We'll probably pick the same movie. Uh, you'll see. Okay. So, I want you to go first in case I picked... Because I have three. So, you get to pick. But I want to make sure that you didn't pick one of the ones that I'm going to I pick. definitely didn't. Um, okay. So, also, we do need to clarify. Yes. Because you brought this up right before we started recording. A great bad Santa to use... Would have been Jack Skellington. Yes. Like, but we already watched it. Yeah. So, and that's that's what I think is getting funny, especially as we're, we're nearing episode 100. Can you believe it? That's insane. But we're nearing episode 100. And, and so people like, are still listening. People are still listening. Or starting to listen. Yeah. People are, people, more people are listening now than were when we started. Well, that's great. That's insane to think about. The, our first episode, we had 23 listeners. Yeah, after like a week. And now we average about 150 an episode, which is yes. amazing. Yes. Uh, you Thank guys are you. wonderful. We love that you listen. You're amazing. Um, but I remember I was going with that. Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington would have been a great one. Um, but it, it, it's getting harder with these themes. People right. go, how can you still come up with themes? I go, not easy. Right. Because there's a lot of times where I want to give you a movie that either I've already given you or you've given me. You right. know what I mean? Um, but okay. You want me to go first? Are you sure? Well, cause I have choices. So do you, do you, I'll... give me your choices because I, if I know what one of them, you okay. know what I mean? 1983. Okay. 1996. Okay. 2006. 2006. Hold on. So 1983. 19. You can't pee. No, no, no. I'm just making sure that I don't remember what year specifically my movie was. Okay. 1983, 1996, 2006. 1983, 1996. Yeah. Okay. So we are not picking the same movie. Okay. Um, go ahead and pick one so we can do this. Can I have a hint on 1983? Who? Can I have who the actor playing the bad Santa is in nineteen eighty three? I have no idea. Oh, you don't know? No, I don't know. 1983, 1996 or 86? 96. I could tell you that one. Who's that actor? Um, I just forgot his name. James Belushi. James Belushi playing a nasty Santa? Mm-hmm. What? Wait, do you mean John Belushi or Jim, no. Jim Belushi? Same thing, James Belushi. His name is James. Oh. But, Jim Belushi. Yeah, yeah. I, I know him as Jim Belushi. Well, you Jim Belushi playing a nasty Santa? Right. Uh, who's in, in 2006? The... Yeah, who is it? Martin Short. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Not that one. <laughs> not picking that one. What is it? That's Santa Claus 3. Yes, it is. No, nah, no. Nah, I am not watching Santa Claus 3. Okay. Nice try, you terrifying monster. Yeah. Okay, I, I want... He's a bad Santa. He is a bad Santa because he's Martin Short. I know. I want 83. I want that early one. Okay. You're watching The Christmas Story. Of course. Because it... What movie has Jim Belushi playing a nasty Santa? 1996, Jingle All the Way. I cannot believe I just passed up Jingle All the Way. I knew it was going to be in there because of the Santa fight scene. Yes. I knew... I cannot believe I just passed up Jingle All the Way. Wow. You picked... A three, two, well, not three, two good movies, <laughs> one absolute trash movie. I know, uh, but, but it also like... Tim Allen's a bad Santa. No, Be, um, have any of these other Santas ever killed a man? Well, that's true, but <laughs> but it's really Martin Short yes. that is the bad Santa. Right, right, but Tim Allen killed a, a man. Well, okay. <laughs> also, technically, in the Santa Claus universe, let's just talk about this for a second. Okay. In the second movie, uh-huh. the Santa Claus is that he has to have a Mrs. Claus. Yes. Okay. But they killed the Santa Claus in the first one, right? Yes. What happened to that guy's wife? We don't know. 
We just she's forgot just, about her. They, we didn't talk about her. Yeah, they buried her somewhere. She's like, where are you taking me? Yeah, she's at the home for... Old ladies. Old Mrs. Santas. Okay, um, so tell me about my movie. Your movie. Okay. It's Artie Lang. Okay. I believe it's Artie Lang. I'm pretty sure it's Artie Lang. Okay. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Okay. It's from 2003. Okay. You're watching Elf. That's funny. Because I almost picked it myself. Yeah, it's the bad Santa when he when he's all freaking out and Buddy's freaking out because Santa's gonna come visit. Oh right! And then the the guy playing Santa sits on the throne. He's like, "You're not Santa." Oh, I love this movie. Okay, um, perfect. It'll be good. So, Christmas Story and the Elf. Yes. Oh, this <laughs> that's is gonna, a fun one. These next couple episodes are just gonna be total gush fest. That's why you're like, I felt bad that you didn't like these movies. I'm like, don't worry about it, because we're gonna be taught like, and next week it's gonna be the it's gonna be good Santas. So this week was. This upcoming week is bad Santas. The next week is going to be the good, good Santas. The really good Santas. The Santas that you just go, oh, yes, you are. Uh, One that I passed up was giving you the Grinch. But I was going to give you three. I was going to give you Elf or two of the Grinches. And I was like, right. no, I want to gush about Elf. Like, But then again, I could use Elf next week. I could have used Elf next week, too. Exactly. Because That's a hard one because Ed Asner is Love a Ed great Asner. Santa. Yes. Does he play Santa in any of the Hallmark movies? Because I know he's in a couple. Uh, yes, he's in a couple, but no, he does not. Hmm. So, all right. All right, well, next week I'm going to be watching A Christmas Story. And I'm watching Elf. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited, too. All right, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.